with sound. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the new movie, Prey, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, starring Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Michelle Thrush, Stormy Kip, Julian Black Antelope, Bennett Taylor, and Dane DeLigro. So this is a, a funny case, right? Prey is currently streaming only from what everyone else has been saying about it. It's, it's, it's a lot of talk currently in the, the film sphere. So Carmela, how did you hear about Prey? And then how did you, I guess, leading up to actually watching it, how did you feel about all the talk and the rumors and, and what people were saying about it? How did you come across it? And how did you, I guess, react to that? Yeah, as you said, I think Prey was like, the talk of the town for like a week, maybe like last week or two weeks ago. But I actually first heard it from a coworker who was like, hey, did you watch Prey? And I was like, no, what's that? And then they told me it was a prequel to the Predator franchise. And I was like, oh, I've never seen any of the Predator movies. Will I like it? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. Okay. And then I heard more about it like online and on social media. It's just like positive buzz basically. And I was like, okay. And then I learned more about like, like, oh, it's set in like the 1700s and the main character is a Native American woman or girl. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like that's a different take on it but i also have no idea like what the franchise is about so i'm like okay that sounds cool so yeah i literally like watched this movie purely based on like hype and curiosity so that's cool i didn't see any trailers either so i i literally went in from word of mouth from like social media and stuff um and other people but yeah what about you yeah, I, I didn't see anything about this. No marketing, no trailers, no like, I don't know, nothing about this movie just because I guess it, it just fell victim to the streaming, straight to streaming film sphere. Like I didn't, usually streaming movies or studio movies that are based in streaming don't have that whole rollout of everything. No like trailers, nothing like that. Just like maybe like a, maybe a YouTube trailer that like may have shown up on your recommended or whatever, but nothing ever that like, was popped out and thrown at me so same thing as you the reason why i heard about this was just through word of mouth through uh people just talking about it on twitter social media um and for the most part people talking good about it and uh when i heard that it was a predator prequel I, it kind of got me more interested because not that i've watched any of the predator movies but i am very interested in that kind of ip because it's they have an Alien versus Predator, which is fascinating. I love Alien. And they have this long, like, legacy and, and filmography of Predator movies that could be either good or bad from what I've heard. But yeah, so that from there, I was just kind of interested because, one, it's a prequel to The Predator. And it's, two, a no-rollout movie that's getting this hype through social media and social media alone, which is always insane to hear about that kind of marketing because it's essentially free to the studios good job everyone <laughs> supporting the rich right um just kidding but so <laughs> so that's sort of how i heard of it so i guess with that if you haven't watched prey yet and i recommend you do 
stop the episode right now go and watch it come back if you want to spoil it for yourself for whatever reason go right ahead and continue listening but with that carmelo would you like to give a little plot summary of the film prey the origin story of the predator in the world of the comanche nation 300 years ago Naru, a skilled warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on Earth. Whoa! First highly evolved predator. Wow. Wonder what's going to happen in the film. Oh, wait, we do know what happened because <laughs> we watched it. <laughs> so I guess with that, Carmela, with the plot summary out there, what did you think of the movie Prey? I, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I was like, wow, that was... That was a pretty entertaining movie. Like, I I mean, I went in, like, hyped, but not, like, super hyped, like, to the point where I was, like, imagining what I was going to see. I came in, like, completely blind like you did. And I feel like that totally added to the experience, to be completely honest. Like, just seeing, like, Predator for the first time in your life, like in action and seeing his like weapons and his rollout. And I'm like asking Shay like a ton of questions, like, whoa, did he have all this shit? Like, what is that thing? Like, whoa, like <laughs> kind of oh. unfair, don't you think? <laughs> I was like, he's got a gun? Like, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah, it was I I I mean, I enjoyed the movie overall. I appreciated the character development of the main character. I it definitely wasn't perfect, but I appreciate, like, the level of effort and, like, it, it did feel, like, you know, cathartic in the end, you know. Um, it was very, like, your classic, like, you know, oh, I want to be strong, I want to be a hunter and prove everyone wrong kind of deal. In the end, she succeeds in doing just that, but, you know, not without consequences along the way. There's a lot of stuff, like, you see coming, like, oh, yeah, this dude's gonna die, and then he does, and you're like, okay, yeah, but that's fine. You know, it was still very entertaining. I still, I enjoyed a lot of the action sequences, the cinematography was really well done honestly like i can see like a lot of inspo from like chloe zhao honestly i was like this is giving me like chloe zhao vibes with these like wide like angles and like these this wide lens they're using to like really showcase the landscape putting like the main character in the center frame really appreciated like how beautifully like lit everything was it felt very natural and yeah like overall i think it's a movie that it has like pretty good rewatchability to be honest and i forgot one thing people uh said online about this movie was like they were saying it was the best predator sequel that has ever come out and i was honestly blown away by that comment i was like oh there's so many sequels that came out and this is this is the best one and it's so that was interesting and i after seeing it i believe that so yeah what was your first impression after seeing this movie so after watching it, I was pleasantly surprised. I was actually very, very hyped on it. I was very, like, like satisfied. I was like, oh, wow. Like, the talk of the town is right. Like, this is really good. This is something that I understand why it has so much hype, why people, people like it so right. much. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But it was just a really fun film. And um, I never have watched the Predator films, but I've seen some snippets of, like, the newer sequels, which look terrible honestly and then i've seen <laughs> some bits and pieces of alien versus predator which was very schlocky and and also looked kind of bad um the only one only one predator film that looked really promising was the original with arnold schwarzenegger and um i think someone else famous is in it too but i think that was the one that like everyone likes altogether, and then the sequels are the ones that people don't like so just hearing that like this sequel prequel film 
is one of the best is like i could kind of see it just from what i've seen like from from clips from like when the channel turns and i see it for a minute like i understand why people didn't like any of the sequels or why this is considered the best one but i had like a lot of fun with this film especially because like it had all the elements from what i remember from you know the old predator movies like he had all those guns like you're talking about like i knew he was technological advanced like i know he had all the stuff the guns and weapons and aiming systems a lot of the sounds i believe they used was from the original film and the only reason i know that is because a lot of shows always like reference back to that so like i was oh that's from predator so i knew the sounds like when it goes to his perspective it goes whoosh it makes this weird like uh electronic kind of like swishing noise whenever you go to his perspective and then he has like um the heat sensors and stuff like that i i remembered all that from like their previous predator movies so i was like oh shoot that's tight like they use the same exact sound and same exact style as the first one even though this is like a, an older predator i guess or like uh, a more basic predator i guess but yeah i had a lot of fun with it and especially because like towards like more of like the middle to end it almost became like a slasher film like you were just watching these people get picked off and like always trying to guess where he was or who was gonna die next and i was just like oh shit is he gonna die and then like you see like the the spikes go through i'm like oh fuck oh kind of like <laughs> kind of going crazy as i was watching it i was like damn like this is so crazy and it's so almost kind of creepy because i don't know who's gonna die next I was really scared the dog was gonna die. Like, please oh don't God, do it. Yeah. Like, let him live. Whole movie. I was so scared. Yeah, the whole. I was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> You're gonna like make the movie worse if you do that. But yeah, like, I really, really loved Naru's character development and that character in general. And another fun thing, I'm glad that she's actually Native American, and it seemed for the most part the cast seemed mainly Native American actors and actresses as well. So I was like, wow, they really like pulled out. The, all the stops for this and also making it authentic in that way of like it's the same time period the same people that would have lived through it if something like this happened it was very true to both the actors and the characters which which is not as rare now but it is still pretty rare for it to like resemble the same thing and i always still appreciate and respect that but yeah i was just so shocked and surprised by how good this movie was and how fun i was having and just super bummed about how this wasn't in theaters because it would have been super fun in IMAX or even just like in a crowd of people like this would have been a fun movie totally I bet they regret that like completely not releasing this in movies because just because of like how well received it is with like the audience and like with minimal marketing like can you imagine how well they would have done how even more like money they would have made with marketing like I don't know even just thinking like the logistics of everything like if i subscribe to hulu that's ten dollars a month if you put it in theaters that's like twenty dollars a person like the math obviously would make sense as regards (laughs) to like them making money and like the whole logistics of that so i was like oh my god they really fucked up because i feel like this would have been really fun to see like i feel like a lot of people would enjoyed it even if they did like a a tandem thing you know streaming and theaters like oh yeah people that watched this in streaming would have been like oh shit let's go watch it in theaters it's probably really fun like some of that could have been better for the company and and better for the experiences for the viewer obviously because i feel like it would have really heightened how he felt about this movie yeah like i want to know why i i kind of have like a theory of why they didn't release it in theaters and like or like one reason maybe they didn't and i feel like 
they didn't think the story and like the setting would sell to like a wide audience like oh like it's like starring a native american girl like how do we market her she's like totally she's a kind of an unknown like actress i feel like they didn't know how to market that and they didn't believe like that would make a ton of money and they're wrong um but yeah (laughs) to your point of like casting like native american a mostly native american cast like i definitely really enjoyed seeing that i think one thing i kind of wish the next time someone makes a movie set in like a native american um setting or like time uh is like including a writer that is of native american descent because it was a couple of white dudes and i was like "Mm, okay that's so you know just baby steps i guess yeah. <laughs> you guys got most of it right you know you I'm like, a decent uh, c plus b you know, you know. You, not all of us could be a's right you gotta you gotta work towards it yeah and i guess while we're on this role like i i see your note here of misogyny was the real predator <laughs> <laughs> i definitely felt that i feel like today it's really hard to do this sort of like depict this sort of struggle with like a female main character because i think people are trying to avoid this trend of like girl bossification really like pushing this quote-unquote like agenda towards an audience and not making this seem so corny and it's just like yeah like girls just want to be treated equally and blah 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 and then it's shown in like a super corny marvel way where they're fucking posing with like the rest of the females (laughs) in the middle of like the fucking like infinity war and you're like cool marvel like good to have your female moment you've solved it good job but anyways it was a tad subtler in this movie but definitely still here i very much liked that there was no threat of rape or sexual assault i i was totally waiting for that when the french colonialists showed up and i was like oh here we go like this is gonna be a plot point or this is gonna be something that pushes the main character forward and it wasn't so i was like good job good job everybody but yeah like i guess those are my those are just my quick thoughts from a female perspective on the main character but yeah (laughs) it's cool to hear that you enjoyed like this character and seeing her growth what did you think about like i guess her journey overall and how it ended up yeah i like i understand where you're coming from especially because like this sort of storyline especially in modern times always gets really twisted to being like girl boss feminist main character that inspires many at the end of the the film whatever and like you said with like marvel doing that and like like oh yeah we're women we could get we got this like don't worry captain we got this and having that really corny aspect of it because i mean obviously we've seen it many many times and it's been really really used a lot to the point where we kind of understand the idea that we don't need it to be fed to us like that but from my perspective and the way that I saw it, is, is that like, yeah, it was there, the misogyny and, and putting down this one woman hunter in the movie. But I kind of like excused it because of, I guess, historical accuracy, I'm assuming. Like, of course, I didn't live through it. Um, I didn't get a good grade in history either. But from what I've heard, you know, from around <laughs> from around my class is that there's hunter gatherers <laughs> and there were these sort of roles were like stuck into um this sort of culture and 
um, women did that, men did this. And that's sort of like, regardless of whatever happens today or whatever, that was history and that's what it was back then. Like, you can't change that even in a, in a sense of like being a predator movie. So I was able to kind of excuse that and, and be able to like watch her grow as a person. Cause it's not only that, like she was fighting through people that didn't believe her, but she was also fighting through the elements and things of that nature of her trying to figure out the nature and how she's going to hunt and how she's going to best these other people that obviously have, may have more training than her or whatever. And that, and that's where I kind of was able to excuse it. Of course, they had that like at the end where she has the head, and then the the little girl looks at her, and she looks at each other, and like like nodding, which is like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you, this could be you, like you could, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, ah, yeah, I guess I was like, oh, it, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. It was mildly corny, but I guess I understand it to a certain extent because it it really didn't play it into it that much. That was probably the only like obvious like trope that they did was like like <laughs> winked at each other and it was like a thumbs up. So even then, like I really didn't care about that. And I like like you as well. Like I was glad there wasn't any sort of sexual assault to make her stronger or any of that like weird rape motivation shit that they do. I'm really happy that didn't happen because at the end of the day, like just them trying to kill her is fine. Like <laughs> even then too, like it's more character development for her to like try and figure out how she's going to survive or how she's going to break out, which is a lot funner than having to see something that I didn't want to see in the first place. But yeah, just honestly, like even though like things like this sort of plot gets construed or, or joked about just because it gets really corny and, you know, repetitive and cliche, I really did enjoy it in this sense because it made more sense and it made it they didn't really push it that hard nor did they really like shove it in your face either it's just sort of like how history would have told that story back then regardless of what we see today which is kind of why I was like all right that's fine that's good I could handle that that's fine with me so that in in that my male perspective I was kind of okay with that and how that sort of played out but yeah, just seeing that this movie was a prequel to Predator, I w- am curious for you just to see, like, even though we're ones that, that haven't watched it or don't really have that much knowledge of the movies, how did you feel about it? Like, did this movie make you want to see other mo- Predator films? How did you feel about the character Predator itself and the development of himself and the, the environment around him? How did you feel about this iconic IP that's been almost beaten down <laughs> repeatedly until this movie kind of revived it back life i think it was exciting to see him on screen for the first time and like i i think it was cool seeing like shay kind of react to certain things like oh my gosh the heat vision thing or like oh my god the little like clicking sound or whatever um it so like i was kind of like riding kind of through him that type of nostalgia but i definitely like this movie definitely made me want to watch like the original for sure I think I watched like some video out there that basically said the, like the original is about like you know this predator coming to earth and it's like all like it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and a bunch of other macho dudes like shooting like trying to kill this thing and like they can't and they get killed or picked off and like in the end you know I think Arnold has to like basically like strip away like all of his like high-tech weapons in order to defeat him right or something like that and i was like oh that's 
so I was like thinking about like that original like story and like thinking about this story I'm like oh that's kind of like it was like kind of a really cool twist on like the original if I'm thinking about it like because this story it's less about like it's like the reverse happening it's like this technologically advanced creature coming to like a nation with like more primitive weapons and it's like about this girl like using you know her strategic and like technical skills and her environment to outsmart this like technologically like advanced creature so yeah like i think all in all like it was just really cool to see like his weapons i think what did he have what was my favorite thing i feel like my favorite thing he like popped out was it was probably like his helmet like shooting his aiming system and also his like shield thing that was tight like i really like the way they use that cleverly in some action scenes shay and i like replayed some scenes because we were like wait how did he do that and then we saw like the mechanics working we're like whoa that's so cool <laughs> like this guy's like you guys are trying to figure out yeah. the, the geometry of everything the physics like okay so if it we're, over there, yeah <laughs> we were like we like replayed this scene where like i think uh, it was, like, towards the end where Naru, like, hits his shield, hits a tree, and it cuts, like, the tree or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember. But we were like, whoa, what just happened? Like, that was tight, but what just happened? So, yeah, like, this movie made us, or it made me want to, like, really look at, like, how the action scenes were done and, like, how things were working. So I feel like that's a testament to just, like, how interesting, like, his tech work and how, like well choreographed i think the action scenes were where you're like motivated to like want to like figure out like oh whoa like how did that work like how did that like bounce off of this dude and strip this dude in half or whatever yeah how did you feel when predator as a first time viewer how did you feel when predator made his appearance on screen and what was your like favorite weapon of his it was cool seeing him on screen because like i already understood the idea of predator his name is predator so <laughs> um, like i kind of like understood but i didn't know his how his gadgets worked or like how he's able to like maneuver around his environment and stuff like that or the extent of like how being cold is how you be invisible because i knew like in the first film the way that like arnold was able to survive was like rubbing rub- rubbing mud all over his face and stuff like that mm-hmm. so he's able to be invisible but it was cool just seeing like how predators i guess belief system stopped him from killing people or things that weren't a threat but then altogether got girl bossed by naru and killed but yeah it was cool just seeing that and just seeing how it actually worked because like the whole like i remember in the first one there's actually like a helmet that he wears that covers the mouth and face and stuff like that yeah yeah um and and then seeing the mask on this one's oh he's just like being like a caveman using it for protection but then three lasers come out of it and just shoot people i'm like yo what the heck that's super op that's messed up how is now we're gonna kill this guy but also sick because that's i really didn't notice that that it was a a targeting system which also might be my favorite thing because like i was sort of like caught off guard by that just like oh Mm. shit like it's not just a mask it's a thing he aims with whoa and the idea of like or just like the parts of him like losing that mask and it shows like his true face which always has been ugly, if I remember correctly, from other movies. It was cool just to sort of like sort of see like that transformation of him being masked and unmasked, and how his mask worked. And I, I just love the mask too because it altogether like made him die at the end, which is the mm-hmm. sickest death ever. Just because <laughs> it was like this like bait thing, this like over like oversmarting him and just 
being two steps ahead i was like oh shit that's fucking dope you yeah you got him naru fuck yeah fuck that guy like it was like i can't believe you did it because he's so op i didn't think he could do it honestly <laughs> i was just like so shocked and seeing that and just as regards to like the franchise and predator overall i was already very interested in seeing the movies or seeing um the ones that people recommend or not recommend so personally i just want to see more of it and just see how like the technology and the i guess the authenticity of you know how it resembled the, the previous predator films and how it calls back to those ones um i'm very interested to see that and just like how fun or not fun the, the other movies may be just because like hearing the fact that like one people are calling this the best predator sequel and then two hearing like shay for example like geek out fan out of and seeing how like oh my god i remember that from the previous movies is something that really makes me happy because i'm glad that people get that satisfaction and, and sort of fan service through good movies and good sequels like this or prequels like this i'm really like happy to hear that like people were having fun with it and just like realizing that th- that their i this ip may be revived through this film that was obviously overlooked by <laughs> hulu and all the studios and, and all that as well but yeah it's it was just really fun and i'm really happy to see that like this ip that that was already first of all very interesting in general just as a character and what it's been through i'm happy to see that this may be revived and coming back to hopefully if they think harder next time on the silver screen (laughs) instead of my tv screen but yeah i guess how do you feel about i guess the future of the franchise that may be happening according to the end credits which i didn't see so you're gonna have to educate me on that (laughs) um just i guess more predators arriving yeah i mean it was literally like two to five seconds like of the credits rolling it was like right away anyways yeah so like the end credits show that like a series of like illustrations it shows like i think the screen kind of like it first like shows like the entire tribe like in real life and then it like kind of like cuts to like an illustrated version of that shot and then it like rolls like to the right and it shows like a bunch of more ships like appearing in the clouds and you're like oh shit and then it kind of like scrolls up to like seeing like the cast names so like shay and i were like oh shit is that like kind of a hint to like the sequel does that mean like there's a ton more like invading like right away well i don't know there's also a bit about the end where i was like oh that's interesting so do you remember naru like keeping the gun she got from like the french colonialist and and like giving it to whoever and i was like oh why did they show that that's interesting does that mean they're just gonna they're gonna have guns eventually they're gonna get technologically like advanced and i was like oh they should just use predators like weapons and his armor to like i'm like this gun's got nothing on this like his entire body like he is like chock full of like more advanced weaponry but anyways, I thought that was interesting, and I feel like like I have like a couple theories of like where this could po- the the franchise could possibly go. One of which is like uh, an alternate history. So like, let's say the Native Americans get super technologically advanced because they learn from Predator's dead body, and they take his weapons, and they defeat the colonizers like oh my god is this a world where there's no colonizers like who knows 
I think, and then my second theory is like based on like the sh- more ships coming. Like, it's I feel like that is just alluding to like, oh, it's just like this first movie, but on a larger scale. You know, Naru's gonna have her girl boss army. I guess you know she's war chief now because her entire army died. What do, do you have any theories? What do you think about those two, and where would you want to see it heading? Interesting. Um, I didn't really like think about the idea of them just killing all the colonizers and just like an alternate universe of just Native Americans still owning that land, which is really, really great. That'd be cool to that see. That would be tight. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Cause if, the, if predators come to earth, how is that going to fit in? Like, are the predators going to help the Native Americans or like, how are they going to fit into that? Still would be cool to see. I don't know. I really don't know what direction I want this movie to go in as regards to the sequel, just cause like obviously i don't know much about predator i just know about like just little tidbits of it but i don't know i just hope it's something that's more in the direction that people and fans of the franchise can relate to and like Um, i could totally see like um the native americans you know becoming more advanced just because one they killed the predator and why yeah why don't they go back to the predator and steal stuff but i could also see the fact that like now that they have a gun or know how to use a gun or have knowledge of a gun they could use that to their advantage creating this whole different native american scene or native american i guess people for that matter and just seeing how they evolve with with their army and with what they know and have now or maybe they might go which i kind of don't like maybe they might go to a way of like my enemy my of my enemy is my friend so they might have like native americans and the colonizers work together to defeat the predators i'm not that big a fan of that one boo. but <laughs> if you had a boo it feels like that might be the case but i don't know i do like this scenario where they just had like two separate areas you got the native americans and then the white people and then the predators so it's like once they collide they're all confused and they all like do what they do best which for white people was kill native americans um and then just sort of like how that works out like i just liked how that scenario came to be and like how that chemistry was i don't know i just hope it like continues this like really really good path that it has um that like no one saw coming which is crazy and yeah so i guess with just talking about like the future of this franchise i want to talk about you know the idea of streaming versus theaters how this ginormously well-received movie didn't make it out to the silver screen and especially to someone like predator having the ip on its back and having the bad even the worst movies in the the franchise be on the silver screen what do you think is going to happen with the future of this franchise as regards to like why it wasn't in theaters will it be in theaters is hulu going to benefit more from having it just on streaming service kind of like what disney plus is doing and yeah how do you feel about that and why do you feel like this one didn't make it to the theaters i mean i feel like the streaming situation has always been interesting but i feel like these days I think since the, is it HBO? HBO and the Discovery Plus, like, acquisition or whatever happened between the two. It's been a kind of like an iffy subject because I think, like, I think from the eyes of, like, everyone else, HBO Max is, like, basically shooting themselves, like, in the face after being, like, probably the most well-received, like, app or like streaming service with like you know their offering and like their original like uh tv shows and all of a sudden they're sort of like turning their back on that 
I feel like these things always happen with acquisitions, but it's definitely been like a train wreck that's been entertaining and kind of sad to watch. But with Hulu and like this movie, I feel like they're definitely going to take notes from what happened here and going to I I have a feeling they'll release like whatever sequel comes out of this in theaters, but I also believe they're still going to like be careful about the climate and like you know like our people they're still gonna like you know weigh like you know their chances um in the end like oh do we think this will make more money in theaters or more money on streaming or whatever but nonetheless like this movie was successfully received it's only going to hype up like the other previous movies and like this franchise overall i think they have a great chance at like reviving this very old franchise um, back on its feet. And I think they're off to a good start. I feel like this doesn't happen very often lately, especially with these older IPs. This one was really old. Like when did Predator come out? Like the eighties? I think so. But there's been like sequels to like probably 2016. There's probably still pretty recent sequels as regards to like Predator. Uh, okay. Oh, that is actually pretty recent. But still, like, I I guess this was, like, its soft reboot in a way. So, yeah, like, in terms of, like, the future of streaming overall, it's, like, it's so weird, like, right now, to be honest. I, I feel like none of the companies kind of know what they're doing right now. I feel like they're all watching each other, and they're all, like, trying to copy each other, and they're like, oh, like, who's making the right move right now? Like, we don't know. Like, no one's making the right move right now. I feel like they're all fumbling their bags, their collective bags. And they're just seeing who's gonna, like, basically fall first. Either fall first or, like, just shoot up first. What are your thoughts on, like, I guess, like, the streaming climate today and, like, the future of this franchise really in relation to it? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just hearing you talk about it, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like, I... <laughs> I wish I could tell you. <laughs> I wish I could tell you the future of this, this, this content machines that we're facing and constantly ingesting and force being force fed all this like content, TV shows, movies, and all this like overwhelming things. Oh my God, when will it end? Just kidding. Um, but as regards to this movie, it's weird that it didn't become something in theaters. Like I understand the idea of like it being iffy to sort of put certain movies on the big screen, especially because it may cost more for marketing or it may cost for more for distribution as regards to like what theaters get it, which theaters get it, like which ones could play it, this and that. Like I totally get it. Um, but I know, I wonder as regards to like, I guess uh, the committee or board of directors or whatever, whatever people are in control of that. I wonder at that point what they were thinking when they saw this film or saw I guess the potential or not potential this film may have. Cause I feel like something like this shouldn't have slipped through the cracks like that. Like, I think I would assume that Hulu has a better eye for what stays on streaming and what doesn't stay on streaming. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I mean, Disney owns them now overall after all. So I feel like they had a whole big hand in it. Also true. Also true. Um, which begs the question: Does Disney have a shitty eye? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> I yeah, mean. I don't know. I yeah, like it, I don't know. She Hulk. Did you watch She Hulk? Uh, me neither. Um, <laughs> what? Um, it's not even out. <laughs> is it not? Oh, are you gonna watch it? I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I read, are you like, really? Oh, little... 
I, I, I read oh, a little wow. bit of the comics, and I really like mm. uh, the actress Tatiana Maslany. So, oh, wow, good, I'm actually good. shocked. The shocked with that. I'm questioning your eye now, Carmela. Um, and Daredevil, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a Disney pawn over there, Dis- Disney bootlicker over there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I get yeah, Disney does own sixty seven percent of Hulu, and I don't know, it's weird not seeing something like this hit the screens. And as regards for the future of this film, I would hope it hits the big screens, even if it's bad, honestly, because I feel like I want them to learn that like, oh, you had a good one going, and this second one, even if it's not good, like you guys fucked up the first time, so maybe like rethink your process next time as regards to what makes it to theaters and stuff like that. But yeah, total oversight. Like even I think now, even if they decided to select a couple theaters to put it in theater or select a couple theaters to put this movie in, I think it'd make a little bit more money just because like I think people who are fans of this franchise like love the movie theater experience. Like I, the only thing I've mainly heard apart from this movie being really good is people being really mad that it's not in theaters that they couldn't oh, see yeah. it in that experience. Like IMAX, you know, Dolby, or just in a you know a fun dark room with other people. Like it, I think a lot of people were complaining that like this particular movie wasn't there, and I I honestly would watch it too in the theater just to have that fun experience and see it again in a different way. But that's just because I I love movie theaters. That's maybe just me, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Even, like, thinking about, like you said, like, the streaming wars and the idea of movie theaters in between that, like, little, like, niche, in that, like, little small corner where they're kind of trying to survive in this world of streaming and this world of, like, home movies and stuff like that. It's just crazy. And especially, like I said, the whole idea of the climate of streaming, it's just, like, it, like you said, no one knows what to do. <laughs> like It seems like all these studios are pushing all this money into it until they run out of money and be like, oh, well, I guess we got to merge. Oh, well, I guess we got to like lay off a lot of our staff or like, you know, just cutting corners the way they can to help them survive in this climate, even though they don't know what to do with it. And it's it's just weirdly weird, weirdly in the way that like it's it's funny seeing that, but also I don't like people like you know, suffering, like, the people below the higher-ups suffering from that, you know? Like, I don't want to see people losing their jobs or having trouble in the industry that they want to work in. It's just really weird to see that. And, like, even then, like, laughing at these corporations falling, it's a consequence to the people under that and just seeing those people struggle and trying to survive. Like, it's funny until the until you realize that the higher-ups aren't even going to be touched in that manner. Like, they're still chilling. They're still getting rich. They're still making more money from streaming regardless if they know what they're doing or not like they're still you know rising to the to whatever money platform they can get like you said like hbo max was just like shitting the bed like i feel like hbo max was like kind of tight i know people had a lot of issues with the app and stuff like that but the some of the things they had on there was really good they canceled like what six original films or series like that like yeah uh, like a crazy amount something like that and the idea of having to like collide with Dis- Discovery Plus, which I didn't even know people watched. Like I didn't know that was like a, a coveted streaming service for it to like have the same bar as HBO Max. Because I get, isn't it now like Discovery Plus and HBO Max? Like that's one name, right? Yeah, like, I think so. They're not necessarily merging. And then of course you have like the Disney machine that's just pumping out content. Like I guess Carmelo's favorite show, She Hulk, is coming out on there, and like just the amount of content that's going on there it's just a lot 
and I think it's it's really hard to navigate through that system, navigate through like what's good content, what's bad content, what content will make it through to us, what content will make it through the scre- silver screens and, and all that and that nature. Like it's just so much to think about, so much to account for, and just like the whole climate of it is just so confusing because everyone else is confused. The streaming service is confused. They don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. We're just kind of like oh yeah this is on there now oh yeah that's on there now we should watch it okay yeah sure and just sort of consuming the media that um we can allow ourselves to watch and allow ourselves to con- consume consistently but yeah it's just whoo it's just a doozy to think about and this is also a doozy to think about the rewriter's corner <laughs> carmella <laughs> do you have anything you want to change fix or see in this film or you know make it better for yourself or for the audience um Hmm. I, okay, so initially I felt a little, like, iffy about, like, I think it was, like, towards the middle where the French colonialists show up, basically, to be killed. <laughs> like, they didn't really, like, they just they were just kind of there. And they, you know, we got to see some really epic, like, deaths and, like, colonizers, like, get beaten up and, like, destroyed. And you're like, cool, like, this feels nice. Like, okay. But, like, when it kind of, like, went back, I think, towards the third act, and, you know, no, there were normal, no, no more colonizers, and it goes back to, like, the more focused story of, like, Naru and her, like, you know, her mission to defeat Predator, I felt kind of, like, better, like, about the movie. I felt, I felt like, like, it kind of, like, went off, like, tangent a little bit, and then it got back on track, and I was like, oh, that's weird that I felt that way. So, yeah, like, I don't... I don't know, like, I, looking back at it, I still enjoyed that sequence, like, that middle portion, because I, I think it's because we saw Predator and, like, what he was capable of, basically, and we saw some very entertaining, like, action sequences, Um, and I don't think we would have gotten that, like, on a wider scale if they weren't there, if the French people weren't there, but, like, to me, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to, like, improve that or whatever, I'm, like, trying to think, like, oh, did I want, like, a more focused story like the whole time like did I want more of like a brother sister like relationship story because I definitely enjoyed that aspect uh in the beginning and towards the end a lot like I really enjoyed like their dynamic and like I was like getting invested in like like throughout the movie but it wasn't enough for me to like really be super sad when he died I think it's because we saw it coming so from so far away we were like, oh yeah, like, okay. I was kind of waiting for this to happen. So I'm like, oh, like maybe if we stayed with him long enough, maybe if we kind of like saw them, like maybe in the beginning he was a dick to her. And then towards the end, he's like, you know what? Like you're actually like really capable and I'm proud of you or whatever. And then he dies. Like maybe that would have felt more devastating, more of like of motivation for Naru other than like, trying to be the best hunter she can maybe it was also about like avenging her brother and like proving to him like you know she can do this like even after death i feel like there could be something there but again like i'm not mad that they included like that portion with the french colonialist and i'm not upset that we knew the brother was gonna die just some like small things that i'm like oh maybe we could have been a little more invested maybe this could have felt a little more like a payoff but it's fine. Like I'm not upset about it or anything. But yeah, how do you, how do you feel about that? 
Um, yeah, I kind of get it. Like, I think <laughs> the whole brother thing, you're like, oh, no. But also, like, oh, we're, we knew. Like, <laughs> yeah. We understood that, uh, like, he was eventually <laughs> going to die. But I am glad that he had his valiant effort of, like, trying to kill Predator and altogether sacrificing himself. And then sort of admitting, like, oh, yeah, Naru, it's, like, kind of your help that I killed the lion because, first of all, you weakened it, which I was like, yo, I think Naru weakened it for him to kill him. <laughs> And then they also like, oh, yeah, your plan worked, which like, duh. And I was like, oh, that's cool that she kind of got her credit for that. And also like got that sort of like nod, like, yeah, you are a hunter. You know what you're doing and like don't let anyone else like second guess you. And yeah, like I kind of get what you're getting from going for it, like how like the English people were kind of just kind of almost like random because it was like kind of plopped at a weird time and like kind of stopped the pacing for the movie um but like you i also really loved that those people would being in there because they also like got really crazy deaths and like got kind of what was coming to them so i don't have a problem with it either but i kind of understand where you're coming from as regards to like maybe there should have been more investment with the brother and sister maybe like this could have been taken out to further that or to like let the pacing keep running and let it kind of go where it was going other than like it all of a sudden becoming like a tale of them being kidnapped but again i am fine with it just because like the and the the product of that of the english people coming there was the whole crazy like war zone like um scene of like predator just like slashing them killing them and then like them just like trying to figure out how to get out the horses go running and like all that was fantastic so i did i don't have a problem with that i don't think um that's something that like should be removed it could be but also it will lose a lot of like its funness and slasher aspects of it for myself as regards to Rise corner i kind of like am fine with the movie and also like i'm just like thinking about how this movie was like relatively short and how they were able to pack everything in that short short time span and i'm already impressed by that just because they had so much going on and had so much development and things that were going on that made us invested in this film so i don't know if they if i had to say anything maybe make it longer just to have more fun with it have more investment if they needed to like you said like the brother and sister bond could have been more there could have been more heartbreaking and then or they could just put more englishmen to die which would be fun <laughs> just like them like trying to take just over but also just running getting into white people <laughs> endless supply yeah just like oh, oh my god predator oh. and having that whole scene of it would be really funny just like the constant constant trial and error but yeah as regards to that i kind of think that um that's sort of where i am at with like rewriting it i don't really have any like crazy things that i want to change or think could do better because honestly i loved the film like i really loved what they did with it and how it was able to reach so many people through word of mouth through social media and just like i'm really glad that it's getting its attention not to mention too i'm really glad that like the fans are having a fun time with it and the fans are like yeah this is like the best one we've seen in a while um really happy to see that i love when um sort of fandoms get what they they've been wanting or get what they deserve really i'm really happy for that um but as regards for this movie and its future i hope it's it's better i hope it's bright on the silver screen <laughs> i hope you know i hope it gets what it like actually deserves because i think this movie really deserved that sort of great release throughout the theaters and stuff like that and it's a shame that it didn't even though it's still making its rounds i'm glad that it is i wish it would have reached a wider audience as regards to showing in theaters because not everyone has hulu not everyone has the streaming service 
for people to able to for people to consume this content just because there's so many streaming services that people have to pay for the to have you know what they need and what not what they need but what they want to see and it's it's tough for people that don't have it to watch great movies like these because we don't know what fans couldn't have watched this because of that um which is also another another blade of streaming services cutting the hands of the consumers but that is the world we live in that is streaming service and it's weird climate but yep this has been our episode on prey fantastic film my name is josh and and you follow me on instagram at the space wolf and i'm carmel and you can follow me at cat malau and you can follow watch with sound on instagram at watch with sound along with listening to us on spotify soundcloud apple and anchor and if any of those apps have the option to like comment subscribe even on social media like twitter instagram helping that would help us out a lot as well if you guys do that already we see you and we thank you we appreciate you we also have a program on anchor called listener supporter which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount only if you're able to of course that would help us a lot as well but with that thank you for listening everybody and keep on watching for the predator and predators there's some weird people out there. <laughs> <laughs> not my best. Not my best. I was, okay. I was, uh, it's okay. Yeah, I know. I know. A, the audience doesn't like it. it. I just, it's it's improving. I got to improv here. It's hard. It's you know? improv is hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>